happiness seekers. Something big has happened and I'm so excited that I can finally share it with all of you. I wrote a book about happiness. For years, I've wanted to be able to share some of the most valuable lessons I've learned in the quest to live my happiest life. The book is called Plan a Happy Life and will be available on August 25th. What's even better news is that it's available for pre-order on Amazon like right now. So if you like listening to Kayla and I talk about happiness every week on this podcast, then you are going to love the Plan a Happy Life book. You can find more information by searching for Plan a Happy Life on Amazon or visit our website at planahappylife.com. Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hi, Kayla. Hey, mom. Welcome back to another episode of Plan a Happy Life. Today, we're going to talk about something that I love a lot, but I have not always loved. We're going to talk about trying something new and how creating a visual bucket list can inspire you to step outside your comfort zone and enrich your life. So first and foremost, I've not always liked this. Yeah, it's I'm I'm still working on liking this. (laughs) I used to like the idea of it, but I was not quite brave enough with my life to like try all these new things. Well, and I wouldn't I wouldn't consider well, I'm not going to speak for you but I am (laughs) I wouldn't consider us like super adventurous would you um absolutely not no yeah me either no I like I love routine because I don't like feeling overwhelmed and so when I have my arms wrapped around something and I have routine and things are the same and I'm creating good habits it feels really good and I feel in control which is something I quite enjoy Mm -hmm. so the idea of spontaneity or doing something like brand new has always freaked me out a little bit. Same. Being a perfectionist, you don't want to go out there and try something that like you're not going to be good at or you don't know how to do. And I had all of the, you know, all of the the fears of, I don't know, what's it going to be like if I do it? They're, they're really unfounded. But once I learned to try new things, all of these benefits that we're going to talk about today started to like really kind of become crystal clear for me. It's given me... Um, the what's the word the courage mm-hmm. to continue to try new things so um so we've determined that I love routine like a lot a lot a lot but what comes with that for me is that a lot of times I can be really rigid have you noticed like oh I can't do that right now when I have my schedule like mm-hmm. totally like locked down like I do right now um it's you like you don't want to stray at all I can't come over there because Mondays are bathroom days I'm to clean my bathrooms today mm-hmm. how are my no, bathrooms that's not gonna take you all day well yeah but I'm then dedicating my day to it though. I refill vitamins on that day also, <laughs> and I just you know I've, I can't try that new thing or um so so I can become really rigid and so um you know that like I think Routines build habits and habits can be extremely helpful when we're trying to introduce um, like new behaviors into your daily life. However, as with most things, the magic lies somewhere in the middle. If you're too rigid, you miss out on all the potential that spontaneity or trying something new can bring. If you're like super loosey-goosey and you have no self-discipline, which I've been there before too. (laughs) Loosey-goosey. I think I'm very loosey-goosey and no self-discipline. And was this true then that a lot of times you don't get much accomplished? Uh, hmm. Oh, no. Th- that resonates a little. Yeah. That <laughs> um, says you might be the life of the party or you're up for anything, mm. but your life may also get a little bit out of control. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, wouldn't you consider me the life of the party? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, let's just say this is that if, if, if I did go to a party, I might be the life of the party, but because I don't. Yes. There you go. That's true. But also it might come naturally to me. Also, if you're like, you don't have a whole lot of self-discipline with things and you're not, you, you're not as rigid as I am. Mm-hmm. If someone says, Hey Kayla, do you want to go uh, shopping? You want to go to Plant Depot? Yes. <laughs> you're so up for it because you're like, then I don't have to do the things that no I bathrooms and do. refilling the vitamins. Yes. So, okay. So being too rigid is not the best thing. Also being too like, Hey, I'll, I'm up for whatever. And I have no self-control in my life. Also somewhere in the middle. 
Another thing that's um, a little challenging for people when they try new things um, is fear of failure. Mm-hmm. You agree? I agree. <laughs> um, and I also think that with some things, well, I guess they could go hand in hand, but fear of failure, I think, is a big one. But I also feel like maybe for me, um, a fear of judgment. Yes. Yes. Like if you don't do something, you don't know how to do it. There's some people really are like they don't want to ever look like um, like they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. I'm going to try stand up paddle boarding. And you're like, you see her? She fell down. Look at her. She doesn't yeah. know what she's doing. It's and, like that, and that's a, who, a fear mean? for some people. But then um, that's judgment. There's also is it the failure that you couldn't do it? Like I tried stand up paddle boarding and oh, we'll do this. Yeah. I spent my entire childhood trying to learn how to water ski. <laughs> no can do. No can. No, I'm just, and it's whatever for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried it or whatever, but a lot of people would be like, oh my God, I tried for years and I can't do it. What a failure. I'm not really afraid of failure, but that's one thing that keeps people. And also I think fear of, of judgment, mm-hmm. um, not being good enough, um, having people look at them and say like, <laughs> did you see her? She totally fell. She can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> she totally fell. She, she can't totally fell. Um, but did you know that humans actually fear an unknown outcome more than they do a negative or a bad one. That, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I could probably agree with that. It seems kind of, if you think about it though, let's see, you know that it's going to be bad over here and you're not really sure if it's going to be bad or good on the other side. And you're more afraid of the one that could actually be a good outcome. Mm -hmm. That says a lot about us as people. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know what I like to do? This is what I learned to ask myself before we get into um, the five benefits. I started to ask myself, and I don't know if I was ever prompted. I'm sure somebody, this does not sound like something I would naturally come up with in my own head the way I think, is what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Let's say I feel like I've had that happen um, a lot recently, whether it's like for me or for somebody that like a friend that I um, am talking to about something they're struggling with or or worried about um, is I feel like I've said it a lot. And it's easier to say to somebody else going like, well, what's the worst that could happen? Right. Um, that somebody says no. Yeah. Then okay, That no. you fall down. That you fall in front of everybody. And maybe it's a little embarrassing. Yeah. Or... But if that's the worst, like, can you handle that? Yeah. Like, and if you think of worst case scenario, the, I mean, I think I've shared before about how I used to like have this fear of... This sounds so bad, but not really a fear, but I didn't like to go down to the some of the beach communities around here where we live because... I can't parallel park. So I would. No, she cannot <laughs> parallel park. I've offered to teach her. She won't do it. She's a <laughs> little side note. We'll all laugh at you right okay. now. Well, with you. At me. With me. We would. There was one time where we <laughs> pulled up to some. I don't remember where we were. We pulled up to a parking spot and there was there wasn't a lot of people around. That's a lie. We were at the um, we were at the Irvine Auto Center and there was a lot of people around. No, there was not a lot of people in my mind. There was a lot of people. That (laughs) auto center, that roundabout does not have a lot of people flying by. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there was a spot (laughs) open. You could make it. And I'm going, there's nobody here. Let me like, I will like literally say like, oh, more, 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 less, less, less. And she got mad at me and she goes, Kayla, I don't want to do this right now. (laughs) And then she got out of the car and made me do it. There was, <laughs> was like, she was so upset. I'm trying to think of all the fears. So I had, I think I had all the fears, fear of judgment, because look at her. Is she is a grown one? woman. Fear of judgment. Well, I think it would when probably it comes depend, to right? For me, it was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh my also, God, look at her try to parallel park. She's not, she can't do it. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like how yeah. many times am I going to have to go back and people are going like, she doesn't even know what she's doing. Yes. So fear of judgment, um, fear that I, because there were cars that you coming, are going to hit somebody I'm gonna or hit someone, okay. <laughs> something like that. Okay. Just fear of failure yet again for the thousandth time mm-hmm. I have failed at parallel parking, but you've never done it with me telling you how to do it. Maybe this is a good time to try this exercise. Oh my gosh. She if just can get... agreed. Okay. So if you can take me been trying to a place, I started driving. Here's another thing though. So trying something new, uh-huh. please don't make me go back to Irvine auto center. No, we'll put boxes out on your sidewalk right here. We'll this... put like how you're learning to drive. We'll put cones or boxes in front of my own house you're really gonna make you're gonna like really yes my neighbors of people that know me watching an almost 50 year old woman learn how to parallel so what was the worst they laugh at you yeah and they go oh my gosh that's so funny look at at least they could go oh my gosh her daughter's teaching her how to parallel park that's true and they could think like 
well, she's brave. She's learning something new. And if they're jerks and they're like, what an idiot, then like, I don't want to be your you. friends I don't anyway. Want, bye. <laughs> exactly. That's right. I'm trying something new and I'm putting myself out there. So you know what? Go back in your house. Go back in your house. Bye. Okay. So I love that. So this maybe is- maybe we'll, if we do, we got to video it. Just a time lapse on the side, a GoPro on the side. I think it would be great. great. I think this week we are going to challenge ourselves with as much as we can since we're basically at home. Um, we could try it today. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Kayla's got to go in. Uh, I, it will change your life because mm-hmm. it's, I promise, I learned a specific way when I was in driver's Nervous. training, don't be, that like he taught me like a foolproof way. You're, there's no guessing. That's okay. Hold on. And see that already. I think you're saying a foolproof way. And I'm going to say, I'm going to be the fool that will be able to do it. <laughs> I promise you will. I promise you will. I promise. This seems like such a silly thing to like, I'm, I'm, I don't have a, let's, let's just clarify. I don't have like a fear of this. Well, she that's does debatable. not like it though. I really don't like it. And I just kind of figured like, do I really need to learn how to parallel park? Well, Can I go watch. through my whole life not knowing how to do this? Yes. Because does it really going to bring me joy? No, but it might bring you joy. It'll bring me joy, but it also might make some situations in your life easier and less stressful if you're like, oh, we can't find any parking anywhere. Even if it's just an exercise to like get over myself. And trust your daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. We'll try it. I'll commit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not going to water ski, however, because no, I'm (laughs) not doing that. That chapter's closed. (laughs) You know what? That's just passed. Okay. Um, So if if you are finding yourself like scared to try something new and also what is the worst that can happen sometimes the worst that can happen is something you're not willing to deal with right you know so that is a good exercise and a good question to ask yourself because what if the you know like what if it is bad and it's it is worst you know what i'm gonna try you know what i'm gonna try and new i'm gonna give kayla a tattoo i'm gonna try it i just got this what's the worst that could happen well she could be permanently scarred or or infected infected. and then so serious repercussions so this is a something new that you should not try because that question what's the worst that could happen happen? you know what i think i'm not willing to live with that uh chance me either okay so today we're going to talk about five benefits of trying new things and then i'm going to share one of my favorite favorite exercises for challenging myself and i'm going to challenge kayla since she's doing it to me to incorporate (laughs) newness and adventure into our lives it's called a visual bucket list it's kind of a combination between a vision board in a bucket list. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that. But first, let's get started with um, let's let's talk about benefits of trying new things. Okay, so you may discover new passions, interests or activities that you enjoy. Um, so think of all the things that you might enjoy or be good at that you would never know, unless you tried like BT dubs. Kayla and I are really excited about gardening now. Mm-hmm. We- so excited. I have, you'll be happy to know that, that besides the two beautiful new leaves on my fiddle leaf fig that I have named Figgy, um, Figgy has two new leaves and I'm very proud. I also, Kayla planted them, but I have four of the tiniest, (laughs) (laughs) tiniest lettuce sprouts, seed sproutlings. Yeah. We have little seedlings that have sprouted, but I've been paying a lot of attention to it and trying it trying something new. We've got tomatoes and things, you know, that I've got, and I've done it before a little bit, but I've never, it's not like I came out of the womb as a, as a gardener, nobody Mm -hmm. in my family, like it wasn't a profession or something. I came, it would be like, you know, that's interesting. Let me try it. There are so many things out there that we wouldn't, we wouldn't know that we were good at or that we enjoyed, Mm -hmm. um, if we didn't try them. Yeah. Can you think of something like in your life that you've tried that, You'd like, oh my God, if I never tried that, I wouldn't know. Well, you kind of stole mine. Gardening. It's gardening. Mm. <laughs> what else? Because <laughs> that's been like the most recent thing. Um, I mean, I've done small things. I, I'm trying to think of if there's like like something major that I was like, oh, wow, had I not have done this, you know. What about singing? Share your gift. Share your gift. Share because your gift. You've always liked to sing. And then it was like, well, you kind of put yourself out there and said, you know, I like it. So now I'm going to go and maybe take some vocal training. Well, you know? I recall a time that I was put outside of my comfort zone when it came to singing. And it was recording for a 
local band, like background vocals, never met them before, had the opportunity to sing backup vocals on one of their newer songs or new songs on their upcoming album. And we'll go ahead and put that in the show notes and link it so that you can like it as much as I do. We She's can't. Like, oh, like, we no, can't. No, no. Why? Because they're not. So long oh, story okay, short, sorry, they're like, they're, um, they're not together anymore and they are now a different band, a actually very popular band, but they're not, um, the band that I recorded. You're allowed to say it, right? They were called the Royal Sons <laughs> and they're, they were a local Orange County band. Um, but things happened. They ended up, um, not staying together and kind of going in a different direction. And now they're a really awesome band called Sir Sly and like rock in the alternative, like rock world. Um, but I remember never having any, like, I'm not going to call it professional singing, but in a professional world where this was their job, this was their baby. They were putting so much time, money and effort into it. And I'm coming in going, well, I think I can sing. Yeah. Um, and but I will say, like, having that studio time and being there with them in that, like, environment was, like, something I probably, like, I, I don't know if I'll ever get that opportunity again. And I'm so glad I did it. But I remember being, like, I don't – I I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. I'm so nervous. I don't know these people. Um, but it turned out to be, like, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. I think that, like, there are so many times that things, like – that, that, you know, you want to say no so bad because you're, there's that, that fear of, oh my God, especially in that one where you're thinking fear of judgment. What if they're like, okay, you know, Great. we thought like, you. here she comes. And now mm-hmm. like, yeah, I didn't, you know, they could have, let's say I didn't do well mm-hmm. and they could have gone, well, great. Now we have to really fix this because right. she's on the single and, um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. And the reason I say we can't put it up is because they kind of, when they started their new band, they kind of wiped the slate clean and kind of got rid of everything online and on iTunes. So, but okay. Even the act of you singing, right. And taking, taking uh, voice lessons and just exploring that thing, which was an interest of you. You don't come out saying like, you know, people don't say, well, I'm a professional singer and learning to have that love of singing is doesn't necessarily have to end up in a professional career singing. You have, like we've talked about before, you have, um, you sang at my wedding, at my sister's <laughs> wedding, at both of my wedding. brother's weddings. Um, and you just, and I think even sometimes at holidays, you'll sing, you'll sing with uh, my brother, Brian, and mm-hmm. um, you sang on that single. We went up and tried out for American Idol. Mm-hmm. It's just this passion for music that... Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, that was Talk about... That's another one, going out on... And and then realizing, you know what? I have this interest, this passion, this talent for it, and you don't ever know what that's going to look like. Yes, could you have, you know, gone far in American Idol, or could you have been... Have a recording career, or could you maybe be a music teacher? Maybe you just want to, like, have music around you all the time. Mm-hmm. You would... You know, you just don't know, but... You were brave enough to explore that. And um, as a mom, that makes me so proud. Thank and you. And as just a woman, it's so encouraging. I think something like that is um, is a great lesson for us to explore things because you don't know what you're going to love until you try it. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two is kind of like what we were just talking about is this, it challenges you. When you try new things, especially if you are stepping outside of your comfort zone, it challenges you in a way that is like, I think, stretching your muscles. Like, you know, when you're stretching and you get to that point where you're like, okay, that's about it. I'm good. And you're supposed to just kind of breathe into it, right? And go just a little bit further. And then the next time you'll be able to go a little bit further, you stretch it a little bit more and, you know, you'll go a little bit further. And I'm sitting here thinking I should really be doing some stretching because <laughs> I'm really not flexible. Um, but it challenges you in those ways where um, I think of something that that I did when we were at Canyon Ranch. And I was really beginning kind of the start of um, my wellness Um, kind of just this journey into really taking better care of myself. And one of those ways was I needed to lose weight. And so there was a lot of activities that when you're someone who needs to um, 
lose weight or you're a big on the bigger side, that you feel like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so I was at Canyon Ranch, this wellness resort with my, with Kayla, with my mom, with my sister. And they were like, you know, we're going to try aerial yoga, Oh yeah. aerial hammock yoga. And I'm thinking, well, that sounds like a whole lot of fun for you guys. And I will, <laughs> I'll be there and I'll, you know, and I'm thinking, and so I, I did my, what's the worst that could happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I checked and said, Hey, first of all, will this hold me? You know, like looking up at the top, you know, You're where the hook is the, and I'm yeah. asking the instructor, instructor, like, what's the weight limit? And she's like, <laughs> it's like 500 or 600 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay, and so I'm good. Fine. I'm still kind of freaked out. And I, you know, my muscles weren't, I'm not going to be able to pull myself well, up. It, yeah. That's the something, you know, I, I struggle with, like, I don't have a much upper body strength. Yeah. And so that is something where like, that's a, a sport or an activity that requires some, right. some muscle. Yeah. And it's again, that fear of who does she think she is? She's in this class Mm -hmm. and you're going to look kind of foolish. I was so afraid to look foolish. And then also there's insecurities that I have, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to learn to love my body at that time and be okay in my own skin. And so am I really going to put myself out there into something that I can't do? And I thought, you know what? The worst that can happen is what? I can't really do the things that you guys can do or God forbid I fall down. It's like what? What? Two a foot, feet off a the foot floor. Drop, yeah. A foot. You're not it's high up. I'm You're not, not going to hurt myself. Cirque du Soleil quite yet. Right. <laughs> yet. yet. <laughs> um, and so I thought, you know, what's the worst that can happen? The other thing I guess then to ask is what is the best thing that can come out of this? So the best thing, I still have that picture. And I, I love that picture. I just took it off my computer um, today. Or took it off my computer. I pulled it out and you know, (laughs) anyway, God, that sounds dated. Um, but I, I, (laughs) I located that photo. I found that file on my disc. (laughs) (laughs) I saved it to a floppy drive and, and, um, so anyway, I located that photo and I was just so proud. So when I actually did this like inversion kind of a thing and got in the silks and went upside down and it was uncomfortable because that that stuff cuts into your hips and mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, that's, that hurts. Mm-hmm. But there's a look on my face and the instructor's face uh-huh. and, and we my sister's so on the excited. side. And I felt so good. I feel like, you know what? I might not be where I want to be right now, but if I go out there and put myself out there, I can do some really amazing things. Yeah. And I don't have to be perfect to do that. The sense of accomplishment. And by the way, I've never done it again, nor do I want to. Right. This but is you did not, it. But I did it. And what it challenged, that challenge for me was not like, this wasn't about finding something that I'm good at. It was about saying, you know what, what are you, what are your limits? I don't think I need to have very many limits as far as that's concerned. It was a safe trial. It was one that pushed me past my comfort zone. And man, I mean, I, I look at that picture still with so much pride in just the fact that I pushed myself. Yeah. The instructor's face is my favorite, one of my favorite parts of that photo, because I just remember everyone being so excited because makes me want to cry thinking we about it. We remember like your your trepidation when it came to just taking that class and doing it. Um, having, but we also said like worst case scenario, you just go sit and watch us. Yeah. You don't want to do it. You feel uncomfortable yes. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you go sit on the sidelines and you watch us and that's okay. To be honest with you, Canyon Ranch, I've done a lot of that. It feels kind yeah. of like a safe environment, but I've done like tennis lessons also not very I mean better than I better than an aerial hammock yoga but um, but we had like the coolest instructor who made it fun so good and and isn't judge he's like basically a tennis mm -hmm. pro and he's not judging us going like they've never played tennis other than Lauren and Dodo they played somewhat in the past but oh they don't know how to play and they've, they're just taking this lesson, yeah. no judgment. They, he made it so much fun and it became something that we do every mm-hmm. time that we go. Yeah. I've made a list at the, um, at, when we go over the rest of these five, I made a list of just some things that I could think of off the top of my head mm-hmm. that we've tried together Ooh. and it's a big list. And I was like, I'm so proud of us. And it made me, that's why I want to do, um, the visual bucket list together because I want to continue to add to that and we need to get a little more creative because we can't go anywhere but um I still think we can do it so we'll talk about that all right let's get through this list number number three I'm just jumping ahead I guess it just goes it feels good and it builds confidence Mm -hmm. just like that aerial hammock thing um I 
I felt so confident because instead of you thinking about all the things that you can't do, like, Hey, you guys want to go play tennis? No, I can't play tennis. Or do you want to like, I don't, I keep right now I'm thinking of all the physical things that we did, but, um, it could be something, you know, completely, it could be gardening, it could be whatever, but to, to, to know that you are not limited by the things that you already know how to do Mm -hmm. is it, it really does help. Um, build confidence. And I mean, we'll post somewhere the smile on my face when I flipped upside down and did that thing. Mm -hmm. It felt really good. It's that accomplishment of we've gone on hikes before and I'm thinking I can't hike up there. Like Lauren and Kayla are in better shape than I'm in and I can't do that. And then we get up there and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. I did it. And I feel so, so good. Uh So that confidence by trying something new and even getting to a top of the hill going like, yeah, I don't ever want to do that again, but I did it. Or even things that aren't your favorite. Like I, when you said that hike, I'm not a big (laughs) hiker. It's not your favorite. I'm not a big walker. I don't, Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm with the right people and we make it fun, then I'm fine. But it's not my idea of like, oh, I want to go for a good hike. Yeah. And I'm just remembering a time that I went with a group of friends. They said, let's go on a hike. And I said, <laughs> okay, like I'd love great. To. I'm so excited. And it was like, all right, we got to wake up at like three in the morning because we have to drive down to San Diego County to go start the hike because we want to hike to this cool place called Potato Chip Rock. And I'm and they're like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's a little bit of a hike. It's no big deal. It ended up being like, a really <laughs> a really steep hike that was probably like six miles total like there and back so it was like a yeah. three mile hike up that was like literally up it was steep and hard and I was not in the best shape um but I remember I look we got to the top and we got to take some pictures yeah. um on that rock which is basically just like this tiny thin <laughs> rock that you can kind of go stand out and it looks like you're like hanging over a cliff um also not very comfortable but I was like well screw it I'm here yeah. so I did a like a stupid headstand on the rock oh, that makes my mother's and heart like just go like my heart of a you know like a, <laughs> oh my god please don't do that but I remember like so I did it we we got up we laughed along the way because my friends and I were going like what did we just <laughs> sign up for and it was something that we have really great pictures and memories of and it was I mean I don't know that I would do it again, but I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. Yeah. We've, I've done some things like that with Kevin where I've hiked up and we had to like train for it. And by training, I just mean like trying to get into shape because of the elevation. There was a yeah. lake we wanted to go fish. It was like two miles, but like two miles like up, up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we did it and they've got, and I have those pictures and those memories of yeah. like, remember when we hiked up to Agnew? I'm thinking, oh, I want to do that again, but we'll have to, you know, but just that sense of accomplishment and just how good you feel. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Number four is it gives you a new sense of appreciation and respect. So I think that this just kind of taps into, um, you know, when you're willing to put yourself out there to try new things, you have a different level of compassion for other people instead of like, I always, you know how I feel about like the people sitting that watch sports going like, Oh my Uh God, you should have made that. And I'm thinking your butt is sitting on the couch and I get it. I mean, we're, you know, we've got a, uh, bunch of fans sitting around watching things but it's like if so go what I think is so go try and hit um a hundred mile an hour hour fastball and go and then tell him you know like what are you doing Uh you know or the you know let's see you try and throw a football all the way across the field or you know you should have had that and um so when you actually try it and you realize like wow that's either it's really hard or you really have to have some skills to do that. Or, um, I see how much time and effort someone would have to do, have to put into actually being successful at that thing. I think it, it starts to build that compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just have that appreciation and respect for people that do other things, because if you're willing to be vulnerable and you're willing to put yourself out there, then, you know, I think it's, It builds the tolerance. It builds. And I think that's a very important thing for us to learn to relate to one another. Yeah. Um, So I think that's a, and I don't know why I think about that just in sports, but it's like, if you've ever tried when someone says um, to, to paint something abstract, well, (laughs) if you think about that, it looks just like, well, it looks like nothing. Well, I challenge you. Go try to to go try and paint something that looks mm -hmm, like nothing, but make it look good. That doesn't look like a five-year-old finger Mm -hmm. paint. 
which is also abstract, but that looks like something you'd want to hang on your wall. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be good at it, but when you look at it, you have a different appreciation mm-hmm. for abstract art and artists who create them because right. it's not just a blob and it's not just finger it's paints. It's really easy to make a canvas look brown. <laughs> <laughs> you realize we took that painting class and it's like I didn't realize like Whoops. at first that you I, have to like mix you have to mix there's warm colors together and then you wait for those to dry and there's a thought process that has to go in you know Shocking. it might be an abstract painting that you know has no like real like this is a flower mm-hmm. but you know it like I said it is very easy to make it look brown and muddy and gross yes And the last benefit for trying something new is that it keeps you flexible and not rigid like I'm starting to become Um, because there's something about um, a rigid personality and you could be that way just because it's something natural that you need to do. Like somebody who is maybe their muscles are not naturally flexible, but someone who just kind of tends to be a little bit more rigid. Um, But I looked it up because I've noticed that I've started to become a little like this as I've really embraced a lot of routine and habit, which has made me really successful in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But I find myself like swinging a little bit too far to that rigid side. And so I looked at the definition. It says a person with a rigid personality is, as the word describes, inflexible. They find it very hard to understand and sometimes even acknowledge the perspectives, feelings, and ideas of other people boo, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So, um, I find myself now having to challenge, um, my routine and making sure like, Hey, is this routine keeping me rigid and inflexible? Or is this routine keeping me effective so that I can go out and, you know, learn new things, try new things and experience. Well, incorporating some of those new things can, cause I don't feel like you should have to give up your routine by any means. No. But like incorporating some of those new things or trying new things can hopefully balance out so you're not not experiencing yes. anything new. Yes. Here's what, and I, I think I'm gonna just going to say it probably in every single podcast episode we have. Um, when I think of things like a pendulum, right? You guys know what a pendulum is, right? Where you've got something that's swinging from one side to the next. And, um, I always think like really the magic happens right in the middle, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it's politics or whether it's routine and being rigid or trying something new, or it's somebody's opinion. There's always, I believe that the magic lies in the middle and we have to challenge ourselves to be like, not so rigid that we're, you know, that we can't be spontaneous, Mm -hmm. not so spontaneous that we can't be reliable. We can't get anything done, but kind of somewhere in the middle And I'm just challenging myself because I find myself like when my life was getting so overwhelming, I start my pendulum, my, my ball was swinging too far over to that rigid side because that's how I controlled all the chaos that was going on. Yeah. It's a happy meeting, Mm -hmm. a happy medium of both ends of the spectrum. Totally. Totally. So I think that, um, you know, challenging yourself to not be rigid. It keeps you flexible, which in turn helps you understand other people. You are, you know, it's easier to just kind of go with the flow, um, and getting yourself right back in that happy little medium. I think you and I are on, are on opposite ends of the spectrum right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And Kayla was actually making, she has access to my outlook calendar and on there I have, I have written down, um, because we used to have somebody clean our house, which was great. And, um, but we're home more often now. My husband is retired and I'm working from home. And so we were like, you know, we can, this, it's easy. We don't have a bunch of little kids running around and we should be able to, you know, clean our own house. Um, because we are not these like, you know, busy executives that we were before. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, I found this great routine where I'm like, I love it. I clean bathrooms on Mondays as I've noted. And, um, it feels very rigid. So I also it added in, to my calendar. Yeah. She's put it in her calendar and as a joke because I have access to her calendar and can see what she's doing. Cause I like to, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but for work purposes, I have access to her calendar and I just sometimes as a joke, um, like when I'm home, I'll see like, oh, it's Monday. Today's the bathrooms. She's, she's cleaning the bathroom. So I'll text her and say, have fun cleaning your bathrooms today. <laughs> I have it down and it's like almost Kevin and I had to get in a, have a conversation about, you know, like I get so, I can get so set in my ways and I think about it and I go, oh my gosh, I need to check myself because I could be one of those people 
that get older and they become like, I loved your, I loved your papa. Um, uh-huh. um, was he pretty set? In oh his my way? God. Well, he would, it'd be like, it's 4th of July, dad, you want to come on over? And well, he'd no. be like, no, uh, it's a uh, Friday. I'd go down to the commissary <laughs> and, uh, but dad, it's a holiday, <laughs> but I mow the lawns and I just couldn't, you know? And, and he also I was think that's also a different generation where it's yes. like, they're very set. In- yes. But look, look but what I you're know. talking to. I know. I, I, I'm in danger of being that way. And he was also somebody who was so giving and so wonderful, but at the same time. And he also got in, got to the place he did in his life because of his routine, I think, and how structured he was. Exactly. And I am of the mindset going like, I did not grow up with that self-discipline. Um, I grew up with tons of creativity and it was so great, but I also feel like I lack a little bit of self-discipline. And so when I feel it, I go, oh, this feels powerful. Like mm-hmm. I love being able to like have my like stuff in order. Yeah. Like you you come to my house, you saw it today. It's pretty clean, isn't it? It's very clean. That's right. The bathrooms are spotless because yesterday was Monday. And <laughs> um, and that makes me feel so excited. However, if my mom would say, hey, you want to come sit by the pool today? I'd be like, mm-hmm, it's Monday. <laughs> How am I going to get my bathrooms clean? So <laughs> I'm, what I think we need to do is just constantly we need to be the ones to look at our own behavior and say, you know, am I too rigid? Am I too loosey goosey? Am I too all over the place? Um, I love that phrase. Loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it like just like, yeah, it's whatever. Loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. But you're right. Right now we're, which is good because we can balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? The other thing I thought about, Kayla, what, what was, was that? that? Is that if you, <laughs> if people, a lot of times I think people feel like when they are trying something new, that it has to be like this big commitment. Right. Or a big statement like, um, I'm going to try, I'm going to become a kayaker. Like there has to be some major follow through of like a a habit. You are not saying that if you are going to try and learn to say, um, run a 5k, you're going to, you want to just prove that to yourself. Cause I've tried that before. (laughs) And, um, and think of it more of an exploration or like an inquisition into something that you might be interested in. You don't have to think of like, Oh, this is going to be my new thing. I'm going to, Oh, so you're a runner now. Mm, I'm not saying that I'm saying I'm going to try and challenge myself to see how I enjoy. If I enjoy running, if if it's not something that it's a a lifelong hobby of yours, like no no harm, no foul. Like, but it, but if it is like, great, what a awesome you know, outcome of trying something new. But don't you think so many people look at, um, like if you are someone who tries something new a lot, mm-hmm. there are people, well-meaning people who would look at it and go, man, she sure does try kind of flighty and yeah. just kind of like, she tries a whole lot of things. So last year it was running this year. Yeah. It's singing this year. It's going to be kayaking, like, uh-huh. you know, pick something, pick a lane and be good at it. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people that are going like, well, and I, you know, yeah, I really do try a lot of things. Or like, I haven't so found what? that. And I, and you know, I haven't found that one thing yeah. what that if, I'm good at, you know, then what, what if, are you supposed to do? What if you're just really kind of enjoy a lot of things. What yeah. if you're not going to be someone who really finds like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility too. Yeah. You know, I don't really think I have like a thing. I think I just, I really like now that I've kind of embraced it. I like trying new things. I like, you know, like I have to follow rules and stuff. Let's be clear. But I mean, I like, um, being able to give myself permission to try a bunch of new things and to not have to have it be, my thing, the one thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that if you, I don't think you need to know that yet when you try things. So, um, I think if you don't define it from the beginning, it gives you permission to like move on. Um, if you try it and you don't like it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like speed dating or like a coffee <laughs> date. Cause you know, I've dated so, so much, much. Yes. but if I did, I would imagine like, okay, it's not a lunch date and it's definitely not a dinner date when you try something new. This is like Going um, off, meeting up for coffee. You meet up for coffee. You see if there's potential. Do you want to go and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, let's let's meet up and let's take it to the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do it like that, instead of feeling like, okay, I'm committing. Here I am. I'm I'm a woodworker now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or I'm a gardener. Kayla and I are farmers now. Like, no, <laughs> I, I have four However, sprouts. In, but she does think that great. she's a farmer. I don't think I'm a farmer. And I'm not discounting any of the effort and hard work that goes into it, but I would like to have a farm. (laughs) I've told you before, this is not a secret. I kind of have like, um, like this weird desire, like homesteading. 
Yeah. I really loved Little House on the Prairie. Well, and even, I like him. Like there was a show on PBS. It was called Frontier House. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I remember when you were watching that. I'm obsessed. That. Um, she's got him on D- the, like the whole series on, on DVD. DVD. Um, for those who know, don't know what DVDs are. <laughs> um, no, but like even our family, we kind of joke about having um uh a, we call it a compound oh yeah yeah where we get this big giant plot of land yes and we have our whole family have their each build a house on that and we all contribute to our basically like our society but see even in there even in the compound what that's what i'd say like okay i have so many things but i don't really have a thing like but but then you try you try a bunch of new things i'll so try gardening you- Yes. Right. Yeah. I know we how to grow. sew. Also, I could be very useful on the compound. Yes, actually. I think you're a jack of all trades. Yes. Um, I could um help grow food mm-hmm. for the compound. Um, I know how to make pasta now, so I could also. <laughs> we I could, could also we could cook. Do, we could be in charge of the food and the and the because well we also have to have Dodo on our team because she's a master gardener. That's true. I could also teach children. You could. I could. I could take care of the kids if y'all started having some kids. I can't have them anymore, but. I could I could take care of them. So okay, I've got yeah. I've got a place in the compound. You've got a place. Um, I will say this too. Um, before we go into the visual bucket list, because I know this is going to be a long episode, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we yeah. love trying new things now. <laughs> um, but I think that think about the the service that you are doing to anybody in your life that watches you try new things and giving yourself the permission to do that, mm-hmm. like kids grandkids nieces nephews friends that just watch you and are inspired to see that wow it's okay for Kayla you know to try these new things because if she gives herself permission doesn't take herself too seriously and that becomes an inspiration to other people why are you laughing laughing because when I I'm trying to I'm just going back like thinking of things that I've tried before and I (laughs) just Hannah and I taking guitar up to guitar class Uh at a community college like a full-on semester like yeah, why not? It was just so funny because we were like, well, why not? Let's go What's take the a worst class. that could happen. And we went and we had so much fun. And um, yeah, but it you was know, just like you laugh. could lose your guitar pick inside of your guitar. Oh, yeah. I have a video of Hannah searching <laughs> for her guitar pick. Okay. So it is also really fun to find a friend yes. that does new things with you, which brings me to my list that I made. Uh-huh. These are some things that Kayla and I have tried together. And this is. There's a few of them that you've each done separately, but for the most part, this oh is gosh. stuff we have done together. We've tried the infrared sauna, mm-hmm. a sensory deprivation or a float tank. Hated that. I, I didn't like that very much. But then we know now, now we know that. But we know we don't like it. Uh-huh. Aerial yoga, desert drumming, Pilates, um, lots of art and creative classes like painting, working with clay, weaving, macrame. Um, we figured out home projects like, you know what? We need someone to hang that uh we need TV? we need to put the well the hanging tvs putting, putting a furniture ring, ring doorbell in putting a ring oh i forgot about electrical that. work yes <laughs> um making pasta we did that with kevin the other day we like figured out how to make i knew you did that before but um you tried stand-up paddle boarding when i tried my kayaking mm-hmm. we've done golf um together we've taken golf lessons together yep you singing You've done lessons and trying out for American Idol, which I went with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not done that, but we go to a lot of concerts together. Uh-huh. We sing in the car. Um, we've traveled to tons of new places together. We've taken road trips. We've learned gardening. We've done vision boards. We have, I mean, on, I, I could go on and on and on. But, and if you look at these things, there might be a few in here that we might consider ourselves. That we either still do or, and are or we're pretty good, good at. at. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are just fun. But that has created, I started going through our photos together, which by the way, if you try new things, take pictures, Mm -hmm. journal it or something so that you have some sort of memory, take a video, um, because we have so many photos of these memories and it's, it's really enriched our lives. And I think it would enrich yours as well. Okay. So those are some tips and that's kind of talking through like why we think it's so important, um, for you to learn to exercise those muscles and try new things and become one of those people that allows yourself to just get out there and try it. So then how do you start? This is a really fun way. Creating a visual bucket list is a super, um, fun and creative way to combine a vision board and a bucket list. So a bucket list, 
typically seems to be like these lifelong things. Before I die, I'd like to go to Italy, right? I'd like to run a marathon. They always seem to be like big old, like big lifetime achievements that Mm -hmm. you want to address. And so a lot of times people are like, oh, yeah, that's a bucket list item. But they seem just like just far off. Um, And a vision board then is something that you you know, you create, you cut out photos, you put photos on, um, cut out words, usually put on a poster board or something that gives you a vision of, you know, something that you aspire for, whether it's, um, whether it's health and wellness related or a home you want to live in or things that you want to do. And it creates this, the, the point is basically that it creates this visual representation of life, a life and things that you may want to have happen for you. Um, and by seeing it all the time, the thought process, there's different reasons. People believe that vision boards work in different ways. My take is that when you have something in front of you and you have a reminder of what you want every day, you make different decisions and you're, you're open to, um, opportunities that come because you're like, we had Kevin and I put on ours a while ago that we wanted to live by the beach specifically in this lot that we're sitting in right now. And, um, so I put that on there and then it was just in front of me all the time. So the visual bucket list for me is something that I created that was taking the bucket list and breaking it down into, um, like maybe a season, like summer. This is what I want to do in the summertime. And these are things like achievable. I think on ours, Kayla, the very first one that I did, it was like, I want to, um, I wanted to visit a temple in um, China because I was going there for work and I'd gone several times and I'd never like done anything cultural and seen anything there. I wanted to visit a temple. I wanted to catch a fish and actually clean the fish mm-hmm. um, that I was Which you're do. very good at now. I, I know how. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I feel very accomplished <laughs> that I know how to clean a fish. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to go, we were going to go to a concert together. There were just things like that, that I wanted to do. I wanted to participate in a 5k and, um, so I just had these things and some of them might be, I want to try and make pasta. You know, you want these, you want this list to be, um, doable, yeah. doable in a, in a reasonable amount of time. Okay. So we want to walk you through what creating this list will look like for you. So let's, we're going to break it down smaller than I did it. Cause I think I had like 20 things for, um, I think it was a year. I think I did mine in a year, but I think it would be really fun to do it for like, I don't know, the next couple months or by the end of summer, or I don't know, break it down. Maybe you might want to do it for the rest of 2020 since it's been kind of a like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a year. Like let's find We've some We've already things. kind of like our, the first six months have kind of been a wash. So gosh, you're right. It's been, so why don't we I do mean, the rest of let's, months. let's encourage you guys to do the rest of 2020. And, um, so what you're going to do is and they don't gonna, need to be like major. No. No. So, I mean, Kayla and I, we're going to, I'm going to challenge her to do this Mm -hmm. with me today. Um, So you're going to pick a handful of things, things you want to do. You want to cross off your bucket list this year. So don't, if you're not able to go to Italy for three weeks, don't put that on this. Don't put that on this one. Um, So you're going to decide, right? Um, Let's say like maybe make a minimum of five if you can. And then you're going to find a visual representation of that item on your bucket list. You can search on Pinterest. You can do a Google search. You can get, if you've got a ton of magazines sitting around that you can like pull things out of, that's kind of where you're going to get sort of like a vision board. Um, and then this is what I do. I post, or I, I somehow do it. I either do it in page protectors in my planner. So I see it every day or I've done it on a poster board. I love the way you do it in, in your planner you it, do? with the page protectors. I use this. They're small. They're like two by two squares. Yeah. This page protector that I use has like nine. Maybe it's more than that. Nine, twelve. Anyway, it's like three by. I don't know. I'll I'll we'll post a picture of it too. But it's like they're these two by two squares, and it's like three across. So what I'll do is I put the picture of what it is that I want to do. Let's say let's just go with pasta. I want to learn how to make pasta. Say so you'd find a picture somewhere of some homemade pasta, and then in the middle square I would write or somewhere you write like learn to make handmade pasta. And then the fun part that I love so much is when you do that thing, take a photo, mm-hmm. take a photo or a video of if, you doing of it you or... doing the thing, mm-hmm. right? So that when you're done at the end of the year, 
then you put that picture of you making pasta, hold it up proud, you know, Mm -hmm. here I am, I'm making my pasta, eating it or serving it to somebody. And then at the end of the year, you're going to have the line across that says, I want to learn how to make handmade pasta with the little photo of that, that you were inspired by. And then you actually making the pasta. And at the end of the year, you're going to have however many items are on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. And you're going to look back and go, remember, six months goes by so fast. Yeah. Look what's just happened. I know. Um, And you have, then you'll have these like, you know, five, 10, however many things that you feel like, you know what? Well, those are some good memories. I pushed myself. I tried something different and something new. And look what I have to show for it in, you know, six or seven months. Um, So you can do whatever it is that you want. Um, you can, you can create it on a poster board. I will share how I made mine and put it in my planner. Cause that I love to be, you want to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to see it every day. Um, and whether that's up on your wall somewhere, or you take a, a bulletin board and you put it somewhere, you maybe you, some people might want to create it on the computer. Yeah. You know, you might want to do it digitally if you are so inclined. Um, but I'm definitely a, I love to make things with my hands and I love photos. So, um, but I really encourage you that when you try this, that to take a photo, remember to, you know, have somebody take one of you if you aren't comfortable. Um, but it's, it's so much fun. So, uh, Kayla, you and I are going to do this today. Yes. I cannot wait. Um, so that's going to be a fun part. That's actually going to be part of our job today. I know is creating a bucket list, a visual bucket list. I'm very excited. Me too. Well, I'm really excited to go do that. So with that, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, We can't wait to see um, your visual bucket list. So if you do create this, which we hope you do, please tag us um, on Instagram um, at planahappylifepod. And you can also visit our website at planahappylife.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Plan a Happy Life. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week.